Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh. Hey there. I want to vibrate the speakers in your car. Welcome to 2018. This is with a... your pals over at Only Stupid, Stupid. Answers. answers this is sam's batman audition if you do. there it is it's not bad it's not batman i could it's be not. like a robin pretending to be a batman there you go and we bring the volume up hey, hey. guys welcome imagine back. if they cranked their volume up when uh-huh. you said that and so it was even louder <laughs> like oh no no you guys have an eq level go ahead and fuck around <laughs> with that you'll make it work guys welcome it's your old pal sam basher yes and another pal, DJ Woldridge. And we're here to talk about news, comic books, movies, movies TV, TV shows. shows. I, you can tell we've been on a because you started with news for some reason. I'm like, in a different, I'm changing gears. Yeah, we want to talk about Fire and Fury published by... Yay! <laughs> uh, no. Uh, we're uh, reading it. We're reading it. We're going to read it to you. Mm-hmm. This is the audiobook version of that. No. Uh, yeah, what movies. a messy intro to an audiobook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, movies, TV shows, um comics sometimes video games sometimes we dabble we dibble dabble we do dabble we i feel like we should broaden into that i feel like that our demographics if you put the venn diagram mm-hmm. in the you know in and then the pie chart, chart of and then you life with a graph and equalize it yeah and you get the thing we get if anyone wants to buy the video games for us i wouldn't mind playing i don't mind I, you know i'm going to talk about video some video games today i've been i've been i've been getting back into it oh yeah because now that my life is not dominated by a job I don't enjoy. I can enjoy life a little bit more. Well, that's good. That's a good way to start well, 2018. Yeah, it's a good way to start 2018. Well, guys, if you uh, like, we gave a little rundown of the show. But if you happen to just stumbling, if you're just stumbling upon us in the new year, you're like, I need a new and podcast. You're somehow still here. Yeah, and you're still, or if you're still here, or if you're joining, yeah, if yeah. you stayed this long yeah. in the podcast, you stumble across and you're like, mm, no thanks. Normally, it's just two pals. Talking yes. about nerdy things that they love, and we share our passions with you, and we also share your passions that you send us over social media, and you can find yeah. all of those accounts at OnlyStupidAnswers.com. Love it. But just so we can get it out of the way and make sure you guys know where you can find us on Twitter, at OnlyStupidAnswers. You ain't got the vowels from stupid. Nailing it. You can also go to Reddit. Reddit.com slash R slash only stupid answers, but also Instagram yep. and Facebook, which is just only stupid answers. Easy to do, and uh, that's it. I had thought I had another one. <laughs> you thought we were going someplace else. <laughs> oh, but also we should say we have a wonderful community over on Patreon. That if you guys yeah. are not a part of right now, you should go check it out. There's weekly bonus episodes, more podcasts that you can get your hands on. Uh, we have movie live streams, and once this is go- going up, uh, two days prior on the Saturday when we record this, we are going to be doing an Iron Man. Um, watch along which is very yeah, exciting yeah and we're gonna do um, we're still kind of figuring out the logistics of it but we're gonna do people have pointed out that if you watch a Marvel movie every week up until Avengers Infinity War you'll be able to watch all of them which so we're gonna cool. we're gonna participate in that because mm-hmm. I don't know about you Sam but it's been a while since I've seen most of them most of them I just see in theaters or just one time in theaters yeah. I only saw Thor once Thor 2 once oh, Cap no. 1 once yeah yeah there's 
I'm not sad about those ones, but <laughs> I guess we'll watch them again. Yeah, exactly. I, I was about to start maybe watching... Maybe they'll be better. Maybe, maybe like, Thor 1, you'll be like, oh, wow, actually, this is pretty rad. Or uh, maybe watching them back to back to back to back, it'll make us hate them. Well, but we're not doing the whole, like, three-day marathon no, people. No, that's not fair to you. You can't do that to yourselves. But we're going to be doing that, so check yeah. us out on Patreon. Also, sorry, last thing, Patreon, download the app for your phone because it has a little, like, a Snapchat feature called Lens, yeah. and we post, like, behind the scenes stuff of us getting ready for the day and like not for the day but like getting ready for major shoots or when we have guests on we play putting games on, with them and putting stuff putting on our pants shaving sha- with dollar shave comb, club. Comb, comb on our hair uh-huh. there's uh-huh. a lot of stuff I just don't want you guys to miss out on it also it's another platform to listen to our bonus episodes it has an audio yes. download feature that can easy. save it to the app Make that way easy. you don't have to like do all the RSS feeds uh, stuff now we're on a ton of platforms you can listen to us ev- everywhere you would pretty much like to Spotify, uh, iTunes yeah. Google Play Music you can find all that on um, stupid answers.com as well however uh we like to read the five star reviews that we get on itunes it's fun it's a good way to to interact with you boys and girls out there on the interwebs so um here is here's one from Mm, starting off the new year right by Miema. I thought you were gonna be like, mm, don't know how to say this. Yeah. Thomas Eugene Shepard. And you're gonna. We have a long one and a short one. I yeah. thought you were gonna steal the, the short, short one. one. No, no, no. Uh, uh, we can split it in half. I am no longer a black hole of negativity. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm glad no longer. No longer. Oh, hello, nerds. So glad Sam and DJ have continued the spirit of source-fed nerd and all things nerdy. There was a dark time after one of the best things about the internet was killed unceremoniously by dumb capitalist business decisions and the comic book store I worked at folded because of dumb capitalist business decisions. I have missed the dis- the discourse and geekendry. Wow. And this show has filled the absence in my soul ever since. You guys, my heart is now always so full of positivity where Whenever I listen to a new episode, whenever I listen to a new episode, I highly agree with most of what DJ says. You're the one. You're the one person out there and, uh, about things and enjoy the optimism of Sam. Thank you. It really does balance out nicely and gives me a new perspective on things we all love. I enjoy hearing all the old SourceFed gang popping up and the new people I probably have never even heard of before. <laughs> Yay, Roxy. Roxy's the best. Also, thanks for keeping some content free for us poor people. Maybe one day I can become a patron. Patreon.com slash only stupid answers. No plug. Uh, keep up the hard work. It is so appreciated in this corner of the world. Have a great day. Well, I'm glad you're digging it, man. What corner do you think? Are they? I, it's hard. They have comic shops there. I hope it's just like San Fernando. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, well, thank you for that very sweet review. We have another one here from Thomas Eugene Shepard. My favorite podcast, exclamation point, exclamation point exclamation point this is the podcast i always look forward to and no matter what i am doing i when i see a new one is released i will listen to it right away two great nerds talking about all the stuff i want to talk about but being in the navy i don't have the nerdy friends to geek out with thank you for the great podcast well i I hope we help you out at your during your time at sea i hope you have fun when you're at sea I don't know, I've never heard the Navy is like being too much fun, but hopefully you're having a good time. <laughs> maybe, and, maybe they're having a blast over there. I see, I don't know. And I, Well, I appreciate that you, with the free time that you do have, that you are able to enjoy our podcast. Um, and we appreciate everyone who writes reviews for us. Uh, also, if you wouldn't mind slipping over to iTunes and writing a little review for us. A little five-star review. We, 
would greatly appreciate it. Yeah, and you, we might read it on the episode. Now, this week, we're going to just, we're, we're back uh, after the new year. We took a little break. Um, although, do, do go back and check out our Christmas and New Year's episodes. Yeah, um, they're, they're, not, they're not getting a lot of love. We had uh, Raina Scully. Yeah, on? finally. We've been trying to get her on for a minute. And She's one, a busy girl. And one half of Dynamic Banter. And we talked about our favorite movies of 2017. We and won't tell you which half. Least favorite. Yep. That was not a hint. <laughs> yeah. uh, so but this episode we're going to be looking towards uh 2018 uh and kind of catching up on what we did over the break but first but first can we talk about uh some friends of ours all right we got a new friend coming into 2018 and their names is singular and it's <laughs> fab fit fun and i'm actually really excited to talk about this because it's a seasonal subscription box for for women is that so cool because we have a sponsorship that's specifically for the women in our audience uh and it's for busy women to discover new brands and products for a life well lived so we were able to check out this box we actually both got it and i gave it to the women in my family and they really enjoyed it i know you gave it uh, yeah i gave it to my wife and she flipped she loved it it had it had some awesome hair products in there Mm -hmm. had some great socks like like moisturizer moisturizer Mm -hmm. a candle like uh uh she flipped for it guess who did not get the socks the women in my family. I can't those. They're very soft. It's what am I supposed to do? That was really cool. But guys, we want to come and talk to you about this today because if you are a busy woman, you're working all these jobs or you're going to school and you want something to just kind of treat yourself every couple months, I think FabFitFun is perfect for you. Also, for the guys in the audience, this might be a perfect gift. Yeah, so listen it might up be four quick. times a year. You might mm-hmm. have the perfect gift for the yeah. lady in your life. Yeah, FabFitFun delivers a box of full-size fashion, beauty, home, fitness, and wellness products. Oh boy, that's a lot. And like DJ said, delivered four times a year for just 49 99 a box and the editor's box is available for purchase in between seasonal boxes with newly discovered items so you can get a couple more if you want Absolutely. but if you sign up for the subscription you can do for a year and you're getting full size products there's no samples in here these are actual products that you can use I know sometimes with other like services or if you get a sample of something you're like oh, I wish I had more don't worry yeah, it's all there for you. It all. and it's all cutting edge it's a fantastic value with this box and also there's no repeats so even if you did love something don't worry they've got new treats Right around the corner for you. So the ladies in our life loved it. Sam? (laughs) Yeah. And if you haven't signed up yet, it is not too late. You can go use our code STUPID to get $10 off your first box. You can also use a promo code for $10 off the editor's box. That's $39.99 for over a $200 Value. Whoa, that's a really, really good deal. <laughs> that's a really, really good deal. Uh, go to FabFitFun.com to subscribe and use our code STUPID. So again, you're going to want to try FabFitFun today. Go to FabFitFun.com to subscribe and start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code STUPID to get $10 off your first box. That's products valued at $200 for only $39.99. Go to FabFitFun.com. And use that code. Stupid. Stupid. It's our favorite code. It's it's the easiest. If you want to get that $10 off your first FabFitFun box, and you're going to dig what's in that box. If you don't want the socks, I'll take the socks. He's going to come and steal Monica doesn't want the socks. I'm going to take the socks. I want the socks. Well, thank you to our friends over at FabFit. And fun. There you go. They don't so, ask us to say it like that. No, but no they don't. You just, <laughs> you just enjoy doing it. Uh, so, Sam, uh-huh. what'd you do over the break? Where did you, you go? What did you do? How did you do it? Nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing? No. Well, yeah. I did uh, quite a bit. Yeah. I was moving around a lot. But yeah. the main thing I did was celebrate Christmas 
with my family, yeah. and I had a great time uh, during New Year's. Yes. I got to spend some time with people that I like, and we got to uh, play Jackbox, and there's like a fourth edition now that was really fun. But let's talk about the nerdy things, because I forgot all of them, and I had to vamp until they came back to my brain. <laughs> uh, I, I watched uh, Black Mirror Season 4. That's something that I got into. Uh, it was six episodes, right? Six, yes, yeah. That's uh, that's the number they're picking now. And I have feelings about it. I know you checked it out a little bit, well, which we can kind of dive into a little later, too. Yeah, um, so I, I've heard this season... I'm not a huge Black Mirror fan. I, pre- I appreciate what they're doing. It's just not for me. Um, but I've heard this season's getting kind of a mixed reception. Yeah, I get it. Is that from you as well? It's definitely 50-50. And even the episodes that I enjoyed... They didn't, they didn't, something great, the, the part that I enjoy about Black Mirror is that, yes, it is like this kind of like depressing, very negative look on life, but the way the story is crafted is in, done in this really interesting way where I don't know where it's going, yeah. or by the end you realize that the lesson is actually this other thing that you think you didn't see coming, yeah. which that's really cool, because um, you watched a couple episodes, like the, the bike episode from season one is really, yeah, watched, really good. I, I watched everything from episode two of season one to through like episode two of season two. So did you get to White Bear? It was that one where the woman's running around and people are filming her on their phones? Nope. Okay, so that's episode two of season two. And then never mind. I got one episode into season two. I was like, you know what? I'm okay. Nah, you, I'm going to be honest. You, you, it was, season two was pretty meh, too. Okay. Uh, but the Christmas episode was really good. Anyways, this season, I, I liked, I'll say, because you checked out one episode. So I we checked could out talk the about episode I will check out, so feel free to spoil away. <laughs> there you go. Oh, okay. So yeah. uh, we, well, I mean, for people who are listening and haven't gotten to Black Mirror yet, I, yeah. I don't need to do that. But the, the episodes, uh, I'll rank mine, actually, for this season. I really enjoyed Hang the DJ, Black Museum, and I'll kind of give a rundown of what these are after. Uh, USS Callister, and then from there, it's kind of a mixed bag of what I really didn't enjoy. Then Metalhead, Archangel, and Crocodile. Mm-hmm. Now, Hang the DJ, we're going to talk about in just a second, but yeah. uh, Black Museum was this little, uh, it was like three vignettes that by the end of the episode, it all rounded out into being one complete story, which is really cool. It's how cool. the Christmas episode worked as well. With John Hamm, which is a really, it's a very... Uh, the the White Christmas is a really good episode. Maybe I'll go back and check the Christmas episode out, and I still want to see San Junipero because everybody raves about that. Oh yeah, one. and it won so many awards, and it was it's a very good episode. But uh, Black Museum it dealt with a lot of um, like mind like technology, like yeah. a lot of medical application for uh, uh, tech, and it going poorly, of course. Uh, that was my second favorite episode. Third favorite is the one that's getting a lot of attention: the USS Callister, which is the Star Trek parody. Yeah, uh, and it's started- I heard it's only. It's a very surface level version of what that is. Oh, it's not. It's yeah. definitely not a parody. It's yeah. um, you. It opens with a perfect recreation of like '60s like models and cardboard sets and everything like that. That sounds worth the price of admission, right there. And then later, when it like you watch the rest of the episode, they do update the set to make it look. Uh, not like Star Trek movie, yeah. but just like a little better, so that way it kind of flows and works for yeah. the for the scene and works for what the fantasy is that we're watching. Uh, but it's about somebody creating this other like this basically the simulation in a vr world yeah uh that he helped create this very very popular vr game that you can literally like download your brain into and then take your brain out of it uh and he created a little side project that is modded to look like his favorite tv show the uss callister got it, and, got it, got it. uh it it's uh very similar to remember at the end of toy story where sid's being a dick to the toys yes it's something like that and that's really not getting into the spoilers of what happens in that episode. But uh, that's uh, so that was my like third favorite. And then it gets in the episodes that don't really work. There's Metalhead, where it's a cat and mouse game, where uh, cat and mouse 
episode where a woman is trying to outrun this mechanical, like, weaponized dog. They call them dogs, but they're, like, these weapons. They're yeah. very... They can run very fast. They can, like, integrate with any kind of technology, and it's just her trying to get away, and you're like, I don't know if she's ever going to. It didn't... It didn't pay off in the way that a lot of Black Mirror episodes do. Yeah. So some people are enjoying it because they just like the idea of a, just a chase. Yeah. But for me, that's not why I watched the show. So I mm. did, while I enjoyed that aspect of it, by the end of it, I was like, hmm, did I buy what I just watched? So I, yeah. there's, that's a little criticism of that. Uh, then Archangel was this idea that you could put this little implant in a in a child's head mm-hmm. and you could sometimes like monitor their heart rate like if you're a parent you can see what they're looking at and sometimes you can even block like things that would uh elevate their heart rate yeah. so anything violent or anything like sexual like the or scary like yeah. if a kid looked at it it'd be blurred out and they couldn't hear it so like mm. um like uh one example was a girl the girl who got the implant was walking down the street and she couldn't look at an angry dog that was barking at her so she never got scared of it so like she would look at it and like it seems like i you're just asking for your child to get in a dangerous situation because they're not able to recognize they're in a dangerous situation. No, but so like that's what was going to be really interesting. I thought the story was going to be let's what happened if a person lived like this and when they're adult it shorts out and it doesn't work anymore. Yeah, interesting Black Mirror premise. That's not what happens. No. They take the implant away basically when she she gets it when she's three and they get rid of it when she's six. Yeah. So it's like yeah, she kind of eventually she kind of adapts to the scary things in life and the things that freak her out. And they took it away because she saw her grandfather having a heart attack, but she couldn't see the grandfather in trouble and couldn't hear him asking for help. So it's like this like thing, but the rest of the story becomes, it totally unravels and it really doesn't. And like characters make really dumb decisions and like things that people wouldn't make. And instead of telling this really interesting story of what, what a person would be like if they were this sheltered, uh, it became, uh, it became more the helicopter parent story, but the mom didn't make good decisions. Like, didn't make any decision that made any sense. And then finally, Crocodile, it's about a woman who commits a murder, and then she also witnesses uh, a, a crime. Yeah. And the insur- an insurance agent uh, for the uh, someone is going around to see if this other crime that happened, uh, if this person should get an insurance payout for it. So she has this little device where she can put something on your temple, and you ha- you can willingly, like, submit to it but she can pull a memory out of your head and like uh with this little machine and watch what your take of what happened Mm -hmm. and so and it's really interesting because in her machine uh she'll get evidence from other people of like what happened like oh we saw a woman with a yellow coat walking down the street and then somebody else will be like oh no this woman was wearing a green coat and she can see the memory and you can watch it too and once she corrects the person you can see the color of the coat change in the Mm -hmm. middle of the memory because like memories are so suggestive but eventually this insurance agent comes to this woman who's committed a murder and then saw a crime like and saw this other thing so she's trying to stop this woman from seeing it when they pull her memory and it's like it becomes so stupid like it because like the whole structure of the episode like it was a really big letdown okay it was shot in iceland though so it was very pretty to watch there you go. anyways but we watched hang the dj that was my favorite episode of the season nice and it was uh it's uh dating with the twist basically. dating apps yeah, it's without getting tackling. into spoilers is this, yeah. is this the most the show's ever tackled dating apps hmm have they had I mean, other episodes where they kind of like i'm trying to remember I don't think so because there's so many episodes now. You guys let us know in the comments because I know people are watching. There's so many episodes. It's almost like the length of a normal uh, network TV show. Yeah. I'm trying to think. 
three episodes after four seasons so that probably has less than 20 i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say no and i'm gonna look it up really quick i don't believe that has happened the before. the we see this go it's a it's a world um it's a walled off society um where basically a computer sends you through different dating trials uh, different lengths of relationships to kind of determine who your perfect match is and we follow this couple on their first one um and i should look up the actors uh oh i got him right here bring it up but so the the main couple is great they have a great chemistry and the guy who played it's frank and amy those are the characters names yeah but the actors are uh georgina campbell that's amy and uh joe cole joe cole is great that's a great like name for an actor yeah joe cole yeah he's um he's actually one of the lead actors in a show i'm going to bring up talking about what we were into over the break uh peaky blinders Mm -hmm. has uh, season four came out i love that show so much love that show um they have a great chemistry and they really which is good because the whole, the whole premise relies on you to want them to be together yeah uh so it, they, they they nailed that mm-hmm. yeah they're very sweet together and i enjoyed the finale like the like what what it led yeah. to so if you and also if you're like on the fence of watching black mirror because you're like i don't want to be depressed totally understand totally understand that mentality hang the dj and San Junipero are pretty safe. They're if you want to, yeah, but also if you if you want to know, like if you're curious about Black Mirror and want to see what it's about, I would recommend the second episode of season one. I, w- I would say that's a pretty like oh, 15 million a, merits. That's what's called. That's yeah. a that's a pretty good like. The, if you want to know the feel of the show, uh huh, and <laughs> that's, also that's the one. It's a it's pretty amazing. It's a pretty it's, uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, from that, that uh, Get my, Out. That was my first uh, exposure to him, which is really cool. Um, I'm trying to remember if I knew him from something else. Anyway, um, yeah. So this is this ends on a, on well, yeah. It's it's a pretty it's a it's a pretty safe one. I had some issue. It brings up, it brushes against some really interesting ideas that it doesn't bother to explore. Which kind of bummed me out. Like I, I felt like there was some interesting avenues you could take about the idea of because you know, because the first relationships only a few hours, mm-hmm. and then some of them are like years. Oh yeah, they're the these relationships that are set up by a computer are timed, so yeah. you can you can't stay longer or shorter. You have to stay the amount of time that they're uh, that under the them. under the subtle threat of physical violence yeah. if you decide to try and break the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the people they ended up with were one lady in particular was cartoonishly bad to the point where I had, it took me out of the reality of the situation mm. uh, and I think relationships are such a f- int- like intricate. oh you've never you've never uh, you've never uh, been on like a super duper duper bad date then because what she was like she, he just didn't have the option to leave <laughs> well, yeah but <laughs> yeah, also yeah. the idea that you have this computer system that's supposed to determine those things the fact that 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 pairing didn't make sense the, the system that was happening didn't make sense to me it made, it made me it made me question the reality of the system you know mm-hmm. what i mean like what i took from it was sure that again like it, no. this computer is saying everything happens for a reason yeah. it's like why would they stay in this like what's the purpose it's that he comes from it from a different point of view is that later on in the episode when he chooses to do something that frankly everyone kind of gets upset about yeah. for a good reason it's because he was trapped in a long relationship that didn't work and he's like i don't I want to stay in this good one as long as possible, and I want to know. Yeah, and, that's an interesting point. And I loved the visualization of her, uh, like going date after date after date after date. And it's just like you can, and eventually she like literally says what she's feeling, and I'm like, oh, you didn't need to do that. But like, yeah. uh, I enjoy that it was just like I got this like hollow sinking feeling. I was just like, dating like that can't be. It's not fun. Like it. I mean, I've yeah. never been like that. But yeah, like, it just it would have been interesting to see some comp- like maybe if he was in a negative relationship, and over the time he realized. 
he appreciated elements of this person. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, at the same time, she's with a guy that seems perfect. And instead of just having this one tick, this idea that I, I think there was a, there was an opportunity to explore the idea that you could this machine could pair you with the perfect person, mm-hmm. but the fact that it's not your choice. Mm-hmm makes it not perfect you know what i mean so like so like she has this idealized version of this guy in her head mm-hmm. and that's what she wants to choose and even though the guy she's with is actually better mm-hmm. i think there's there's questions in there there's a you know you look at black mirror my understanding the, the appeal of black mirror is this idea of using uh a sci-fi alternate reality to explore human nature mm-hmm. and so i feel like which most sci-fi is this one makes yeah, it great. yeah yeah and so I, I feel like there was an opportunity there to to like really dive into the why or the mechanics of why we choose to be with people um, that I would have liked to have seen more of in that episode. That's fair. I, I do. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how they would approach that because I was fine with the format that they gave us. I yeah. was. I thought that was interesting because when you it is revealed what is happening, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, okay. The stringent rules are because it's not. Like it's it's some, it's something else. It's yeah. like it's not supposed to work in a way that's like you're like wait what are these people fucking doing in their spare time? Are they literally going day to day? Like what yeah. are they also what are they doing during all of this? You know, yeah. it's like what's happening. So when you figure that out, like what what's happening for real, uh, I, I appreciated it. There, I thought it, mm, or maybe they could explore like abusive relationships a little bit like you didn't need to see abuse that's not what i'm saying and there's also but only- it would have been like i think that's what maybe the closest they could have gotten with that one the shitty relationship that he was stuck in was like sometimes you're stuck with somebody because you literally can't get out of it like yeah. there's, there's there's definitely I, I relationships with that, you can't leave with yeah. that specific one I, I i didn't think there was like a real life parallel to that if somebody got in a relationship with somebody that they immediately hated like that mm-hmm. they'd get out of it so it's like maybe if there was a metaphor in there about about uh because people do end up relationships with people they hate, mm. but it's more subtle than that. You know mm. what I mean? So maybe a little bit more of that. But but uh, there's one moment we can't we can't do spoilers. There's one moment where there's a payoff with rock skipping. Mm. That's the best part. It, that that moment was like mm, that. What you nailed that? Yeah, that was, it was beautiful. That was fantastic. Like uh, that was great. That it, was a great payoff to like a small thing. Mm-hmm. And that's when you kind of it, it. Everything starts to kind of come together a little bit. I didn't no. know what they were getting at exactly, but yeah. I was like, oh, okay, okay. So you're, you're, words. you're at least confirming one thing, and yeah. then you reveal what the full surprise is. Yeah. Um, I, I but I did enjoy it. Uh, Where would you recommend if somebody if somebody people have been talking about Black Mirror for years? If somebody wanted to get into it, the be, I think the best is um, I do have a favorite episode, but I wouldn't say that's the one you should watch. But I'd What's say uh, it's White Bear. It's okay. from season two. Oh, so I'm just one away from your. You're one away from uh, the one because it by the end of it, I was questioning so much. I was like. I think all of humanity is bad. <laughs> like yeah. it was like it's um, because it's such a good like. Oh, and yet you didn't like, like mother. <laughs> uh, no, it was uh, it was just you know that is a very interesting comparison, <laughs> uh, and I won't say why. But white bear, I think you. I think I'll he, check it. I'll check that out, like, on Sanju at some point. Because it would be kind of fun to do like a full Black Mirror episode if you eventually like watched it. Because season mm. three, that's the one finally Netflix got it, and I think it's the most solid all the way through. Mm. Definitely, you still get like uh, episodes that are like not as good. So. Yeah, so you can't. You can only you know you can't nail it all yeah. the way through, which is fine. Uh, I just thought season four was the. Wonkiest season two and season four. I think even numbers they're not great with. Yeah, yeah. One and three though are are pretty good. Minus that first, the very first episode. Sorry, but the episode you should watch. I think it's Fifteen Million Merits. It's the one yeah. you watch with Daniel Kaluuya. They're on bikes. That's all you need to say. Um, and then 
uh, if you want to just nightmare. keep uh, what a nightmare it that is. it's i heard it described as if you you lived inside of a cell phone yeah or you lived inside i i think someone said it was a plug like a charger it was just like because because literally nothing's happening yeah sorry don't yeah. want to say it but also the following episode exploring human nature with the it's the memory episode where you can oh, rewatch yeah. memories that's that's a that's a classic one that's and one that Toby i hear people yeah. yeah it's so good man i wish like he's he's so he's like he's in warcraft and he's really good in that but nobody liked that movie mm-hmm. uh and then he got saddled with fantastic four and like ben hur and shit but i think he's a really talented actor uh, so hopefully for more stuff for him. The other, the, the first half of this episode is probably just going to be Netflix shit. Yeah, because uh, there's so much. Yeah, yeah, I haven't finished it yet because I, you know me, I like to take my time. So I'm about halfway through season four of Peaky Blinders. I thought you were about to say Bright. I'm like, no, come on, man, finish no, that, that finish movie. That. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, no, Peaky Blinders is is um, uh, it was first described to me as uh, what you wanted Boardwalk Empire to be. Uh, and you love though, Boardwalk Empire. Uh, well, I like Boardwalk Empire. Board, oh. Boardwalk Empire is is a is an entertaining show that is sometimes difficult to watch. For what reason? Uh, because the protagonists are so unlikable, just mm. so just such bad people that it's hard. Because even you watch something like The Shield or Breaking Bad, where the the protagonist is clearly the villain of the show, mm-hmm. but they're still likable like there's still like like there's a like relatable you relatable they're relatable uh what what would be another sorry before we get into that uh, what's another show that would be like that because i feel like i've watched a show where it's just people are just un like it's unwatchable or care i guess we just mainly get characters sometimes in shows where they're just like you're the worst and and steve buscemi plays nucky thompson (laughs) why are we getting on boardwalk empire anyway it's fun he's he's a fantastic actor and Mm -hmm. the character is interesting he's just not a likable dude he's just not He's just a bad person. Mm. Uh, there's characters in it that you like, and they will definitely die. Um, uh, and so it, it's a very dark, but it's a very well-crafted show. And, and that show is like a lot of shows where it it excels with good villains. Its best villains, I think, are in season three and four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those, I think, are the best seasons. But that's Boardwalk. That's Boardwalk Empire. Peaky Blinders, Peaky Blinders is, is more easily. It's the same. It's the same era. It's it's post World War One, nineteen early nine, like right before nineteen twenties. I think stars, we're into nineteen twenty nine. Like a lot it of big star, names. It stars a ton of people. It stars Killian Murphy, who you may know as Scarecrow from Batman Begins. He's um, in uh, Dunkirk. He's, he's in Dunkirk. The, he's the guy that pushes the kid downstairs. Yeah, he's that the was the one plot point I don't like. In that mm-hmm. movie, but um, and one kid from Sa- Killing Your Sacred Deer. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so so in, as American audiences, you're used to see him as kind of like the Weasley, uh, that dude. <clears throat> mm-hmm. He's a total motherfucking badass in Peaky Blinders, and it it will change your view of him entirely. Uh, like I know at one point I I heard that he tried out for Batman before he got the scarecrow role and you're like what and then you see Peaky Blinders you're like oh hell yeah mm-hmm. definitely I could see it um, so he Just plays them up yeah. the Peaky Blinders were a gang um, in the U- in London um, around, again post World War One, pre World War Two, and um, they call, they're called that because they have uh, they call the the hats, the like driver's caps, and inside of them were razor blades, and they would use them as a as a weapon. What? The yeah. Fuck? So it's about it's about this family, three brothers, um, their aunt, uh, and them running this gang. It's a classic. It's a classic crime story, like the rising from nothing to something, and dealing with all the moral compromises in there. But Killian Murphy's in there. Um, uh, Tom Hardy uh, plays a significant role in seasons two and three. Again, I haven't finished four. He's probably he's probably going to show up in four. That's really cool. Um, uh, there's so many. I'm going to bring it up right now because I'm not going to remember all the names of everybody. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, 
Helen McRory, who was in um, uh, Penny Dreadful, which you have not seen, but she she's... Um, I thought about picking it up. I, think- I highly recommend it, mm-hmm. especially season two, which uh, Helen McRory is in. Um, but it's one of those, like, just every... Sam Neill from Jurassic Park. Sam Neill's in Pe- Sam, Peaky Blinders? He's Sam Neill's in Peaky Blinders. Lo- he, he plays the villain in he's season so one. so good. Yeah. Um, so anyway, just so many, like just watching the show, like all these, oh, Aiden Gillen from, um, uh, Game of Thrones, uh, uh, uh Littlefinger. He shows up in season four. <laughs> I could see that he's got the look. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, man. He, has, he has the look of like a mob gangster kind of thing. He's yeah, so yeah. good. Anyway. So, so, uh, season four just came out and I just, it's a really cool, like, it's just a really cool take on all that. The acting is so good. The perspective on that time period is so good. The way things build. And again, six episodes, man, like they it's just nice and tight it's it's fun to watch a show that's prob main problem is you like you wish it, they had more like season two and three it's like ah oh, just like maybe one mm-hmm. or two more episodes um so that's that's a that's a, i highly recommend i don't think enough it's funny how many people have netflix and it's like nobody talks about peaky blinders and it's so damn good it gets highlighted a lot on a lot of my stuff it really gets... ah, just give it i don't know if it's for you mm-hmm. but i do recommend checking it out no i'm i'm fine with checking stuff out but uh then no they do like um uh, Black Friday, I bought myself a TV, yeah. uh, and so it has like Netflix built into it. So it has um, when you open Netflix, sometimes it'll like do these like panels where it has like cutouts of like the main actors from series, and yeah, like, yeah, they'll I've do like different genres. And so it's fun to see the the Marvel Netflix shows once. That's yeah, a, that's cool. And Iron Fist is not a part of it. Oops, but Defenders <laughs> is there. Yeah, um, with uh, Electra, with Electra in that spot for some reason, mm-hmm. and then. Um, you know, it was just interesting because Peaky Blinders is always like for like mystery or uh, yeah. or um, crime. It's like he that it's just Tony got Murphy's a very it's got a very seductive there. energy. It's got a very uh, punk rock and roll vibe to it. Like all the all the music is like modern music, but, but music that is very indebted to the music of that period. So it feels right. Well, I love the, when they do that. Yeah, the theme song uh, is "The Red Right Hand" by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Mm, I, I believe it's the Bad is. Seeds. Uh, Nick Cave, man, check out his stuff, dude. Oh, you should see the proposition. Uh, Nick Cave is a rock musician from Australia, uh, but he's also a writer. He's written some novels, and he wrote uh, the screenplay for The Proposition, which is an Australian Western. And it is it is my – I think it is up there as one of my favorite modern Western films. Mm. It's very good. It's bleak. It's dark. <laughs> um, but but Wait, I like you it You like a bleak, dark movie? What? That's crazy, but you won't watch Black Mirror. It's, man, Black Mirror is – Misery porn bet, a lot of the time. I bet you if one of them put on a cowboy hat, you'd be like, okay, hold on. I'll check it out on that I'll just watch five minutes of yeah. it. Um, so do you, you want to segue real quick into discussing Bright? You didn't watch Bright. Well, no, we, I, I did uh, many more. Actually, I didn't go to the theater. <laughs> I'm like, I, I really took my, my break. House. I really didn't. I did like a lot of cleaning and I just hung out with my family. Oh, I did watch Big Sick on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And I rewatched Spider-Man Homecoming still a fun it's just a fun like yeah. it was uh it was it was christmas day uh christmas eve is when we kind of like celebrate everything and then christmas day we went to the kids house and the my nephew uh i don't this is gonna maybe go back to a reference you don't remember but uh source fed for a second had a sponsor for little bits it was a it was oh, a, no, the, I remember. the toy so if you guys don't know it's a toy that teaches kids how to build circuits and so you can have like the battery and it goes into the switch and then the or the plug and then the switch and then you can like add like a basic motor or a light or something yeah you can buy a kit that like allows you to put together an R2D2 and you put a plastic shell over it so and but and the shell is see-through so you can see the how the cool. all the motors that's and cool. the beeping and everything so I got to help my nephew put that together all the motors and beeping I'm like that's stupid bullshit <laughs> it was actually really it was that's super dope. fun and you have like a like a circuit board that you have to attach everything to so it feels very not like lego but like um yeah. like you're building something uh that was really fun but 
accidentally also tripped my niece and she's like a year and a half and she just pancaked and i thought she doesn't have a head anymore immediate <laughs> tears felt real bad but and she didn't have her new helmet on it's a cat it's a cat it's got cat ears on it why does she cute. have a helmet because she oh they got razors Okay, that was going to say. Was that not, not from just, context? Just not from walking around. I was, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I hope she doesn't have a moment just for walking around. <laughs> hey, it happens. But uh, no, but then I went back and with my family, we watched Big Sick and God, you've seen it, right? Nope. Or, ooh. No, I want to. It's tough for me. The the um, it, It's the same reason why I need to go check out Lady Bird, but it's like, if nobody's pulling out guns, it's it's hard for me to get. Like, I know it's, I'm sure it's great. It's just mm. hard for me to get into it. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm kind of. I, mean, I, like I get the, with I like, the, I like the threat of physical violence. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, I was about to say, well, here you go, guys. Hit him up on Twitter, but don't the, do that. The, uh, <laughs> but no, blip, uh, blip, 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 uh, No, but I want to check it out. And I it's on my Amazon. It's big, on... <laughs> I had Lady Bird mixed up. I said Big Bird for yeah, a second. Big Bird. And then, and then Lady Sick. And Lady Sick. Yeah. Uh, go watch uh, Big Sick. It's, it's on my queue. I want to check it out because I'm a big Kumail fan. Yeah. And uh, uh, so I want to. I want to. If you guys and don't I've heard know, nothing but amazing things. It's very good. It's very like I didn't tear up or anything like that. It was just very heartwarming. It was cool. still sad. But the, pr- the premise is Kumail, he's living in Chicago. And this is actually based on a true story of how he and his wife met. And yeah. uh, they were dating for a while while during this his family keeps trying to set him up on arranged marriages yeah, because like, of the culture he comes from, uh, probably, from pakistan yeah. Yeah, yeah and he actually it's a there's some very fun stuff they do with pakistan it's not just like uh, joke joke it's more like stuff he does for work that actually that he used to do to make money because nice. he's from pakistan which is very this is very funny um but eventually she the girlfriend finds out that he's been secretly like kind of almost set up with these women but he always like you know denies them yeah. but he hasn't been talking about it with anybody and he also doesn't tell his family that he's dating a white girl yeah. and or like doesn't want to be a lawyer or a doctor or anything like that and so it's just like this lying and lying and lying and lying and eventually for some reason she gets really sick and is rushed to the hospital and he's uh, he gets called from a, by a f- friend of hers to run over there to see if she's okay. And in the in the craziness, there uh, he tries to go with her past like you know a certain point. They're like no only family, and um, he he kind of just lies. He's like no we're together, and then gets to go in there. And eventually they're like she needs to be put into a medically induced coma, oh, or this infection is going to spread like very fast, and we yeah. need to slow it down. There you go, threat of death. And I'm they in. said, and they're like, if you're the husband, you can sign this. And like it just gets like wrapped up, but the story like that's and that story is kind of going through. But the the part when it just like really gets you, her parents come. Oh, you're gonna spoil it? I'm gonna watch it. Oh, have you watched the trailer for it? No, I've only said what. Yeah, no, that's one of those I movies. You watch the trailer. I've been no, 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 literally no. describing the trailer. No, no, to no. You. It's one of those like like uh, same thing with Lost City of Zed and Good Time and stuff like that. Oh, when I hear well, enough, my bad. I thought when I, I when I hear enough movie. when yeah. I hear enough good things, I'm like, I'm just gonna watch it. Okay, well, the movie stars Ray Romano and Holly Hunter and they're, okay. they're, and Kumail. I, I think. Well, I mean, he's great in Silicon Valley, but this was yeah, like yeah. it's him doing drama, but he, who he gets some good he gets some good jokes in there that um caught me off guard he's and super watched, talented and it was this great litmus test of what the humor of my family is and nice. they did not find one of the jokes very funny and I who I I died and everyone who's seen the movie knows exactly what joke it is it's 
It's very cool. It's very clever. Well, you're selling me. I mean, I already already sold because I like Kamel, and I, again, I've heard great things. And I knew I knew once I checked it out, I mm-hmm. would not be disappointed. It's just it's just finding that like, oh, big sick or the raid. Mm, I think I want to check out the raid. I know I get it, but uh, and uh, Ray Romano. I remember growing up. I always watched Everybody Loves Raymond, yeah. like just because it was on. And who was who was the brother? The uh, Brad Garrett. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, I remember growing up watching. He's always like Ray. Always played like the the Woolly Man and Nice Age or Ray Romano yeah. and Everybody Loves Raymond. So in this, he does get some humor, but he's more of the perfect dad. The dad who doesn't like, you know, he's trying to be a dad and trying yeah. to work with his wife and like just like trying to figure out what to do. And it's, he gets this like, both Holly Hunter and Ray Romano get these two scenes that are just like, you guys can't hear this, but if we listen. It's just, it's a, uh, those watching on Patreon, you saw it. Yeah, you, you saw got it. it. It's that it's basically two thumbs up. It, yeah. they, they're very well executed scenes, so I can't recommend that enough. Also, watched. Uh, oh, we've been watching Runaways and Agents of Shield, but we will kind of dive into that more well, do, on the bonus episode uh, upcoming this this upcoming week. Yeah, yeah. This this Friday, if you if you're on patreoncom answers, we have Super TV Showdown on Fridays with Roxy Stryer, where we talk about all the Super TV shows. And even though the CW shows are not back yet, we'll talk about where Agents of Shield is at. Great, and where Runaways is. Wonder Race is that not so great? Uh, I don't care what you nerd say online. It's getting it's getting messy fast. Uh, but so we'll we'll save that for a minute. But real quick, two things before we start looking to twenty eighteen. Yes. Um, uh, also, I have some from some from people. Oh, yeah. oh, great! Share that too. Yeah. Um, uh, Bright uh, getting a, a tremendous amount of hate. From from critics from because almost it feels like everybody everybody no 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 okay. if you go look it has like a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes from fans okay. fans enjoyed it That's also we also got hit up by a lot of people who were just like isn't it bad because these people say it's bad I'll be honest I didn't see it and I didn't I don't want to see it for my reasons and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm probably not going to see it uh, but um, no from the most part fans of of it enjoyed it it's at worst fine. It, people people have been, been have been calling it like the worst movie of the year and it's like fucking cool it i wish i mm-hmm. wish this was if this was the worst movie of the year what a great year in 2017 mm-hmm. it's it's fun it's not great it's not going to take away any awards but it's it's a uh, but again also it very much speaks to my sensibilities you take you take a gritty cop show and uh, mix it with fantasy elements because i'm into fantasy shit and i like gritty cop shit it's like you're speaking my language, man. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's ungainly. It's it's melding two things that really kind of don't belong. And it's definitely not like it's not toning down the fantasy stuff to kind of fit the cop stuff more. And it's not like heightening the cop stuff to fit the fantasy stuff more. It's just head on collision the two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's a it's a fun it's a it's a fun mess. And that's that feels that feels like I'm kind of like shitting on a little bit. And I'm not like it's it's I uh, it's a good central performance from Will Smith who literally could do this in his sleep now. This is this is classic like Independence Day Men in Black like that summer blockbuster Will Smith that we all grew up with. And Joel Egerton uh, does a really good job making you emotionally connect with through all of that makeup on his face. Mm. Um, well, good for him because yeah. it's really like I don't see him in that. No, not yeah. at all. But he does. He's really between that and um, it comes at night and a bunch of stuff like Joel Edger- Edgerton exists like like that was just what he was in my brain like he exists but this year with a couple roles it's like oh man you're really killing it man you're really doing a good job 
Um, and it's just a fun world. Like it's they they and it's also really well the way they they give out the history of the world. It's not like a title card at the beginning, like a book or, flipping through. Or yeah, something. yeah, it's just the the way people talk to each other. You get bits and pieces. Like like two thousand years ago, there was there was like a great Middle Earth battle, mm-hmm. and orcs were on the wrong side, and nobody's let it go since. <laughs> uh, I did hear something that was interesting, just for people listening to go check it out. Uh, Chance the rapper, if you follow him on Twitter, he sometimes like puts out these like little like movie reviews every. Yeah. Once in a while because he really like it was just funny he's not trying to be a reviewer he's just putting out his thoughts and he put out his thoughts about bright and it was uh about how they handled because of course in this like they the orcs did something wrong and like or yeah. they they were on the wrong side and now yeah. no one lets it go and so they're like the ones the minorities are being you know were racist towards them or whatever because i haven't seen it so i'm just yeah. guessing based on context but um it was it his interesting he was like bringing it up that uh, that it would be interesting to see a different take on racism, like institutionalized racism, yeah. uh, instead of racism, uh, instead of just like oh they they di- were different because of this, you know, like that that kind of yeah. happens in a lot of movies. Uh, and I'm, what I'm guessing is that that's not touched upon in the movie. Also, I mean, it's, like, it's also it's a little tougher. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's definitely not like it's not a thoughtful, nuanced take on right. It's the it's the most obvious like yeah. It's the most obvious surface level like like mm-hmm. the and it and it's tough because we li- like you watch something like Get Out. Mm-hmm. Get Out really dives into like the the nuances of racism, how it can it. It can manifest in less obvious ways. Yeah, Bright's like no, the obvious ways. Yeah, <laughs> Bright, Bright's the obvious stuff. Oh no, and, uh, I, and I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying go check out what he had to say because it was how he broke it down on like how it would be important and also how it would be interesting to see a film like Bright yeah. take that on because it would allow people who don't get it to understand a, l- a little bit more. And of course, like I'm not saying that I do. I'm just saying I'm still trying to you know be better. Yeah, um, it, it'd be it's yeah. it's. I would like to also. It'd be interesting to I, at least I I appreciate that a lot of times they're like oh here's a beautiful a lot of fantasy stuff is like here's a beautiful white person but we hate them because they have wings or we hate them because they have eye beams like it's it's more it's at least more complex X-Men. than yeah it's at least more uh complex than that yeah uh, so X-Men i like that all beautiful and i know they are man well i grant morrison tried to fix that uh-huh. and they, he tried to make they, it they made swept like... it under the road. he made some really gross ass x-men mm-hmm. uh but uh um I know there's a lot of there's there's a lot of mixed feelings with people because of Max Landis's attachment to it, and I understand that, and I appreciate it, and I support that decision. I will say he very vocally disavowed it, um, so I don't give a shit about that because if he, it's it's not his anymore. And, and again, I'm not. I, I I think people like when I say this stuff, people are like, oh, you Bright was your favorite movie? No, I just don't think it was the worst. It's like a it's like a C C plus, mm-hmm. but that's better than what, what more views it's getting. Like mm-hmm. they treat it like it's an and, and it's so weird to see a community that's so like we want new things, we want different things, we don't want another iteration of the same old shit. Oh, here's a fantasy cop thing. No, never mind. We don't want that. Mm-hmm. Give us another fucking Star Wars, but sadder. Well, I mean, you, you just, know what I mean. You like, just enjoyed it more. I, no, it's just it, it's uh yeah. Anyway, uh, and, uh, embrace new things even if they're not exactly what you you want them to be, like cults. Why'd you do that? Why'd you have to take it there? It's just, it's just hey, it's 2018. Open up your brain to a little. I'm, bit ju- I'm just saying, you know, sometimes just be be a little more open sometimes to to movies that don't necessarily fit the normal criteria. Mm, well, I have some things that do fit. I have no segue, but, uh, but I, have well, some, I want to read from people. I but what about read. Doctor Who? The Doctor Who Christmas special. Oh, I was like, what about it? <laughs> what about the Doctor Who Christmas special? It was very pretty, and it was. Very fluffy. It was 
What are you saying right now? Well, no, I'm getting to it. No. Not a lot happened in it. <laughs> not a there lot. Was no, there was no real plot. No, it was just there wasn't. A, it was it just was, a sweet little goodbye. Yeah, it was just fluff. It was like, yeah. it was just like well, he kind of left already, but we're going to extend it out a little bit so you can say bye to the his companions. You yeah. Get, you get to see Clara again. Very happy to see her for a second where she was on a green screen, whatever set she was on, yeah. and they put her in later. Bill's great. I'm glad we got to see Nardal. Uh, and the actor who played the, gener- the Army Man. Yeah, uh, uh, Mark Gattis. He was great. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. I mean, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Filch from Harry Potter did a great job impersonating the first Doctor, but they didn't do a lot with him. But I did find it very sweet that they tied it into the uh, Armistice, the Christmas Armistice. Which yeah, is, which is a true story. Which I'm I, surprised I thought it was they haven't very, done yet. <laughs> yeah, it was a very, I thought it was a very heartening story. It was a very delightful story. It was a very cool, well, it, was, it was even kind of cool seeing like the one good Dalek. Uh, come back and he still hates the doctor. Yeah, Rusty, yeah. He still, it's I. I couldn't even remember like what season was that shit. I don't even remember. I mm. just vaguely remembered it, but it was a cool. I don't know. It was it was a nice little delightful send off. That line was great. It was uh, I'm not a good Dalek. You you're a good Dalek. Yeah, uh, that was stings. Yeah, that still stings. It's, it still yeah. stings. But it was nice. It was interesting to see a, a doctor with a real arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you think about all of Capaldi's run, I, I think Capaldi might be my favorite. I'm gonna get so much hate for this. I think he might be my favorite of the new doctors. Hmm. I just I like Matt Smith a lot. Um, um, they dealt with the most adult things and the most like uh, they while they did fantasy elements, they really grounded him and it yeah, made it man. mean a lot more. Like Danny Pink, that whole story. Oh my goodness, Danny Pink. Yeah, Danny uh, Pink was still amazing. Hurts. Oh yeah, Missy. Missy was a great iteration of the Master. The stuff they did with Bill was great. Do you remember the scene in the finale? So you had John Sims and you had uh, John Sim, whatever, John, yeah. and uh, Missy, and you. It was the scene where there's no music. It's them out in the field, and he's like, "Just be kind." Yeah. He's like, "Just be kind." For just a second, just be kind. Yeah. And it's like, he says more to it, but it's this great line. If you go rewatch it, they didn't, they don't put anything in there. It's literally just between Peter Capaldi and the two masters. And it's yeah. just hearing them talk. And you see what Missy, you see Missy's change. Like you've yeah. really seen it. And it's just this like, it's so, it, it proved that like Peter Capaldi is just like, might be the most talented of the actors that they've had play the doctor. Yeah, since and the they've, had, they've had really great. I, I think oh, yeah. also Dave Tennant's great, but I, I think for me because I, I watched um, uh, specifically the Fourth Doctor a lot growing up, and so it's not. It's even though he's not that old and cranky, but it's nice to see like an old cranky doctor. I suppose to like the the young sexy doctor. It's like oh, I like the old cranky doctor. Give me that old cranky doctor. Although uh, super excited for Jodie Whittaker because because when you get to the end of a Doctor's run, you're like. I might be done. Mm-hmm. But then you realize like, Jody, wait, oh, so di- and that's the beauty of the regeneration because even though however many seasons, it's like I, you've changed it now and I'm interested. Like I'm engaged and it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful little mechanism they've created in this show. Also, I did not know this, but when a showrunner takes over, they direct the, the regeneration scene. That makes sense. And uh, it does, but I was just like, I didn't realize that they did that. Yeah. And uh, so her whole like fall, like action movie type yeah. uh, entrance was amazing. It was so I, cool. It's also really cool. Cause they, this, I, I don't recall this being a thing in the old shows, but like with the new shows, like the TARDIS always self destructs for some reason when they transform. And he has to be in the TARDIS to, to regenerate, right? Like that, I think so or he should be i remember back in the like day that. that was not a thing yeah that was not a thing but it was weird it's like seeing her kick from it's like i don't know how she gets out of that she's literally just 
plummeting her to her doom. You know what I mean? What so, if she's pancakes? And then she's regenerating. No, and don't worry, guys. It's a boy. Matt Smith's back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember he came back for a second for Capaldi? It was like, Clara, don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. I'm to, not to assuage, sexy anymore. Yeah, but... to assuage all the young fans. Like, don't worry. Keep watching, please. It's very good. But I want to read from read. Uh, people who have been hitting us up on Reddit r slash only stupid answers. Lonely Emo Burrito. Great name. I got the movie card thing. <laughs> the movie pass. Yeah. Uh, and for Christmas, and I've been seeing a bunch of movies in theaters so far. I've seen the last Jedi, Ferdinand and Coco, and I've been enjoying them all. I and I uh, trying to see Shape of Water this week. Uh, Hell yeah! And Echo Spiders in Shape of Water. Good luck finding a place to watch. It's definitely worth it. Yeah, it was definitely not in a lot of places. Uh, and let us know how Ferdinand is. I'm not going to go see it, but maybe I'll tell my nephews to go see it. Uh, Black Mirror from a couple people from uh, Dan Dan Usta O2 season four Black Mirror. Uh, some of the best episodes of this season. One made me audibly go oh shit at 3 a.m. That's very funny. Uh, Turkol underscore 144 Black Mirror, duh. And I'm going to switch around because these are from a couple different weeks. We also have here... Uh, we have some people, what they got for Christmas. Noah Fuerte got a PS4 for with Overwatch and Justice 2 and Batman Arkham Knight. I got very a PS4 cool. as well. Well, now you guys can play together. Uh, we got uh, Erotic Balloon Animal. Great. I was gifted of the last few volumes of the New 52 books, and I'm reading so I can finally round that out and hit Rebirth. Very fun. You're in for a great treat and then lastly i want to read from uh mr underscore mckesner finally got around watching john wick due to the praise on osa Hell such yeah. a fun movie uh and noah fuerte commented do you wa- do you regret not watching it sooner and they said for sure and i just want to give a quick thank you to uh noah fuerte swan man 85 uh let's see 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 uh, Bananas. Uh, I want to make sure I get everybody. Dub dub dubs. Um, I think and Miss Ander Fulcrum. Those are the the heavy hitters in our Reddit oh, yeah. that make the threads. You guys are great, and they really help us out for pulling stuff for Super TV Showdown and for these episodes. Yeah. So thank you for keeping that going during the break. Uh, please keep it going. Keep doing it. Yeah, please keep doing yeah. that. So uh, real quick. Uh, let's look ahead to 2018 a little bit, Sam. I got some tweets Stop here. You talking want... about Transformers last night? We got to talk about Bumblebee coming out in 2018. <laughs> Thank goodness. I was worried we weren't going to get one this year. Uh, Krypton on uh, Luke Hobbs at the Yellow King Eleven uh, is looking forward to Krypton on the Sci-Fi Channel. I like the sound of having Adam Strange and Brainiac, but not so sure about the quote political drama route. Yeah. Uh, it might be taking what are your thoughts i was not going to watch that show and then you reminded me adam strange is going to be on it so i'll at least check that out because i am excited to live in a time where a live action adam strange is going to be on tv if they can at least try to recreate the scene where the that congressman looked at the pp from lex Luthor and then blew up <laughs> i i think that's a political drama right <laughs> uh, sure sure that I'll, I'll check it out yeah. i'll check it out for a second no nah, i don't I, the only reason i'm kind of excited for krypton is because uh the female lead in Hang the DJ with yeah. Black Mirror is going to be one of the stars. She's uh, something Zod. So cool, just, man! It, it's tough. It's, it is it's, tough. You know, it's, it's like I was telling you before. It's tough with like, uh, hey, you know, do you want to find out how uh, the uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne got together? Mm-hmm. Not really, because mm-hmm. I know they get 
shot and killed. It's like, would you want to watch New Hope if uh, the first Star Wars movie was Last Jedi? Like, no, he becomes a cranky old fuck. I don't want to see. <laughs> you want to see young version of him? Not really. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know how it ends. It's a bummer. <laughs> well, we have Sean Perez at Shingen underscore Sama. God of War and Kingdom Hearts three. I need closure. I need closure too. Now you that I have, have a PS four, no I can play that stuff. So what I I took a break from Uncharted uh-huh. uh, because for Christmas I got Horizon Zero Dawn. Ooh. Are you familiar with that at all? Yes, no, you're not. I am. The, the, I had to the, remember. the blankness in his eyes. You could see it at home. <laughs> it's that tech apocalypse thing, right? Yeah, yeah. man, it's Z- rad. Zach and Steve play that a lot. Yeah, I'm, and they liked it. I, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. It's it's post it's post the world uh, went bye bye. The uh-huh. world we know went bye bye. Post bye bye. So mm-hmm. so you live in this like it, it looks like it looks like they combine like Native American traditions with Viking traditions with some other stuff. So you live in this tribal community that hunts machines as if they were animals because mm. uh, the machines are left over from all that stuff. It's it's really cool and they and they've laid out some uh, one of my favorite bits. Uh, when you first enter a village, you can sit down and listen to somebody tell a story of their mythology. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to pick it apart because you can kind of get an impression of what happened mm-hmm. in the heightened version of what they're telling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's That sweet, sweet machine meat. They need to hunt those machines for meat. Well, you use it for like armor and stuff. Like, it's meat. meat. <laughs> you can hunt animals too. Uh-huh. I killed myself a few boars. They're a lot easier to kill than the you fucking killed, machines. You killed yourself on the. You killed the. You killed yourself some boars. Yes. Now you said you killed yourself on some boars. Like you're bad at the game. <laughs> if, I, the, I, if, the, if the boars got you, yeah. Danny yeah. Boy, yeah, Shinyverse seventy eight movies, Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, New Mutants, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. I forgot that's the whole title. Yeah. TV shows, Legion. Oh, it's coming back in April. Jessica Jones, March. Yep. Daredevil, later. Lock and Key. I, I don't even, is Daredevil even coming out this year? It is, yeah. Oh, okay. uh, and Luke Cage. We're getting three like, last uh, like year. This year. So it'll probably, Daredevil will probably fill the Punisher slot, and Luke Cage will probably be in the Defender slot. I think. You know what I mean? So I it'll be Luke like Cage Jessica Jones, shooting, Luke yeah. Cage, and then. Yeah, because we, we need Luke Cage and Jessica Jones back. <laughs> Daredevil was. You got enough turns at the wheel, yeah. right? And then uh, Danny Boy says he's writing his own comic and Moist uh, Little yeah. Ear Meetups. That's what he's excited for because we're trying to go back to yeah, Fantastic we're, Fest. We're figuring it out. We've got some plans. Madeline at Madeline Exon. Uh, Infinity War, Isle of Dogs, hell yeah. Uh, new episodes oh. of The Good Doctor and the second touring company of Hamilton. The Good Doctor. Also Incredibles, too. The, uh, the Good Doctor. It's a, like a. It's from the guy that did House, but like, what if he was a good person? Yeah. <laughs> is it? And is it's it also the kid one of those Willy Wonka. Is yeah, it? I think so. It's yeah. also one of those that like, hey, what if mental disabilities actually gave you superpowers? <laughs> uh, Sherlock. Yeah. Right. Well, not real. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I oh wait, he saying. got I criticism guess. for that, and then he's like, no, that's not what's happening. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, oh no, that's a kind of a bummer. That tweet's kind of a bummer. We're gonna skip that one. Oh, uh, Chloe. Uh, Kelston uh-huh. at Chloe's underscore thoughts. The live action Lion King is one of the only things I'm excited for. That in Black Panther. Black Panther, guys. It's gonna, when, for if it. you guys have not checked it out yet, Kendrick Lamar is going to be doing the whole album for Black Panther. And then he's going to be making an album that is inspired by the movie, which is very fun. So it's movies, it's just songs that aren't going to be used in it, basically. Yeah. Um, but he already released the first song. It's called All the Stars or something like that. It, it's basically top of the charts everywhere. So wait, so he is he doing the score? Uh, I or is he just doing? No, there's gonna be a score, and then there's gonna be the music used in it, like like you know most like action movies. Like there's gonna be like some like kickass music you're gonna hear like during okay. fights or like club scenes or stuff like that. So it's gonna be got it, got he's it, gonna it. be doing all of that. Or, Everybody like, listens to Kendrick Lamar in that universe. It is yes, of course. 
You got another one here? Uh, the, the that Chris, is a sad one. I found a sad one. <laughs> yeah, Chris Totterin. Uh, uh, Chris Totterin. Uh, sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Um, right now, I'm finishing Metal and Doomsday Clock. I've never been so hooked on a comic before. Doomsday Clock is is something special. Have you checked out Metal? Or you think you're going to just nah. wait till the end? Maybe I'm not going to bother. Oh, okay. We can borrow mine if you want to read okay. it. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's um, it is getting to the point that. I don't know if this is a book anymore. Like it's not, and uh, and I mean that in the nicest way possible. Yeah. Because it's not that it's bad because it's so much fun. But at this point, it almost feels like this isn't actually happening, and it's all like fan, like of like a fan film or whatever. Yeah. Like it's what fan fan fiction fan, fan fiction. Yeah. Thank you. I could not remember what that was called. What do uh, fans do? What, yeah. what what's happening? Like there's just like this uh, because there's this point at one point where. Basically, without getting into spoilers of what that story is, Batman's stuck in a kind of like a hell, like living things over and over again. And he, yeah. But he doesn't know it in this instance of the fantasy. So he's sitting down in his manor, and he eventually got married to somebody, and he has grandkids, and all the grandkids are running around playing in the in the manor. And uh, the, the his youngest granddaughter like runs in to like ask for a new story and you the it pans to the bookshelf and it's like the long halloween hush Whoa. Uh, uh, court of owls and like it's labeled as that and it most of the ones up there besides like the big ones like yeah. long halloween are like scott snyder stories and i'm like of course it is uh, of course it is that's interesting uh, you know I, yeah i don't I, i'm 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 nervous about events normally uh, doomsday clock is different because it doesn't feel like an event. It feels like a story. It feels, it feels like, like a story. A very yeah. specific story. Um, you want to tell you what I did read um, was the two part. Um, I think it's thirty Batman thirty six and thirty seven, where oh, the double so date with him with with Batman and Catwoman and um, uh, Clark and Lois. Clark and Lois, and it's really like it's it's. Um, I prefer thirty six. Mm-hmm. Uh, thirty-seven, uh, but but uh, but date night is pretty cute. Date night is pretty cute, and it's cool seeing Lois uh, and Catwoman interact. And it's weird to think that like, not even just New Fifty Two. It's like have they interacted before? Like mm-hmm. they had in seventy some eighty years, like at some point. But like, who would remember what that is? So it was, it was a very cool. And I and any time people, and there's a moment in issue thirty-six where Catwoman's like explains why Superman is Batman's closest friend. Mm-hmm. And I believe that to be true, be- mm-hmm. mostly because of the reasons, like, who, el- who else would it be? Like, Nightwing, that's your kid. Calm down. Like, yeah. that's not your closest friend. And he brings up Gordon. He's like, Gordon, Gordon doesn't even know who you really are. Yeah. And it's just a really, like, anytime they're able to cut to, it reminded me a lot of uh, in Justice League when Batman explains why Superman is more human than he is. Mm-hmm. And, and it shows you, like, oh, whoever's writing this gets it. Like, yeah. they know who these characters are, and it, it just feels good. And what, um... There's something else in there where it's like uh, Catwoman basically immediately after meeting Clark is like, oh yeah, that's Superman, like 100%. He's slouching and wearing glasses. It's like, it's definitely, it's definitely him. And this is the cut back and forth. If you, if you don't want to pick up two comics for some reason, you don't want to read this whole story, it's great. But if you just picked up, if you wanted to pick up 36 then, because it's just like, you hear um, Batman and Superman's uh, perspectives on each other. And it's just like, 
it's so cool. sweet and also they but also the, clearly the writer gets both the characters yeah. but also you understand why they both see each other that way yeah. and I'm glad that we finally got over like this Superman's from Prune 52 no one knows him or trusts him and we're just like Superman Reborn was super kind of confusing but basically yeah. it was like people will kind of forget this yeah. until it just gets back to normal because mm-hmm. that's what we that's what we mainly want right yeah. now we want Superman to have a kid and there's no way we can really speed this along in a way that kind of feels natural so yeah. it's just like we'll do comic book garbage and we'll get past it and now we get this this really sweet one thing story. I, I also want to go back I, I i think i'll go back if i go back to batman stuff i want, I want to check out the war jokes and riddles i'm mostly tom king's right it sounds like tom king's doing some real special stuff over there the gotham and and whatever gotham's gotham type. girl gotham girl yeah. i don't know where gotham girl is i'm mean, again i haven't been keeping up either but yeah. um that story was really the there's um he does this story for gotham and gotham girl yeah and then there's like an interstitial comic for gotham girl just like uh just kind of flying around just doing things and uh, it's so sweet it's yeah. so and I, I there's like interview that was really great for the button did you read the button the uh, yes crossover? I did. so do you remember like batman fights reverse flash yeah and uh great scene he it's amazing if you guys want to read that he it's in the span of one minute of yeah. batman having to fight reverse flash and how like long a minute could be for a speedster but uh, he was talking in an interview someone was asking uh he was talking about like planning out this scene with like joshua williamson who was running the flash stuff and like the other big guys at DC and they're like okay so is he gonna have like an anti-speedster device that's gonna like you know knock out his hearing or anything he's like no he didn't know this guy was coming in so like he's not it's like if you attacked him on the toilet he's not gonna have a gun strapped under his balls he's gonna like he's gonna try to survive but he's not gonna be able to keep up with it and the fact honestly I I rewatched Justice League again Uh, I took my wife to go see it Um, and for somebody who's not the, uh, like a Batman nut, the best way to make Batman appealing to somebody like me uh, and understand his appeal is showing his vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Like we've gotten to a point, like I feel like with metal and stuff like that, where it's well, Scott like, Snyder loves Batman. Yeah, Batman's <laughs> like crazy prepared. He's still got all the. For me, when you see Batman, <laughs> we see Batman as a person just desperately trying to like way. O- he's in way over his head, and he's skilled enough and smart enough that he can just survive. That's appealing to me. That's mm. one of the reasons I like Batman Earth One so much because he's kind of a fuck up. Volume Three. I When's that coming out? I think this year. Don't tease me. I don't so tease me. Barry Frank posted just a panel that he had done, and because yeah. someone asked him about it, because we're on Doomsday Clock, it can't be this year. It might not be. Uh, <laughs> it might not be, but it would be but, very cool. But I, I like that take on Batman. I like Injustice League, where it's just like everybody's fighting on army, and Batman's just one parademon, just trying to get through one one to one to one, and, and, it, and, <laughs> and it and it makes sense, and it's and it's not. That he doesn't bring anything to the table, but he's a dude. Yeah. And whenever they, whenever somebody takes the time to emphasize that, like, he's a dude, like in that fight with Reverse Flash, it 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 reminds me of what makes that character so appealing. Because then then the, you reminded yourself of the humanity when he's like in armor taking on Dark Side. It's like. Who well, I did love that. Who I, is this guy? Come but on. No, this this one's more appealing because he just can. He's smart, and yeah. he, he's not to the point where he's like building like a time machine. But he's like, no, he's smart. Like the, the scene, if you haven't read the button, little yeah. tease. Uh, By the way, for, I don't know if you need to go read that scene's great. I don't know if you need to go read the button. The whole thing, but you got really that comic. Off. It's yeah. really cool. But that that just that fight is a, is worth it. That like Reverse Flash is like doing that phasing thing where he's moving back and forth really yeah. fast. So. Batman can't hit him yeah. and he's like it, Batman figures out he's like 
while you're standing. Yeah. So he stabs him in the foot. They it's do, so good. They do something similar at the end of the double date thing mm. where it's kind of like, yeah, this is a Batman comic. Batman has to win the argument with him because it's his comic. I mm. get that, even though... Because I'm fucking Batman. I don't think that, I don't think he'd be able to pull that off. Also, like, All-Star Batman, the third Batman comic that's, yeah. that's out at the same time, that's Scott Snyder's, and he, like, gave Batman bat knuckles, like, brass knuckles. Yeah. And they, like, come out, and they're, like, these sharp little knives that come out of his fist. You're like, hmm. <laughs> Tom King wouldn't write that. Yeah. He does pilot a plane from the outside though which was pretty awesome he pulls I, like a spider-man homecoming but he's like I'm, riding a plane yeah but again and again that's something that like for a character like wonder woman or superman or green lantern would yeah. kind of be like a no brain like not a big deal so seeing batman struggle with that again like that's that's what makes that character mm-hmm. uh, uh appealing and also i just want to say i hope the marriage between batman and catwoman sticks for a few years because yeah. it just it'd be a cool change of dynamic for that character you and after it. 80 years let's, let's switch it up man mm-hmm. you know what I mean or if they had like a, an open marriage and I don't even mean that in the sense of what we kind of use it as but it's more just like it's there it's kind of like, like yeah. uh, 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 Hunter and um, Bobby and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. yeah it's if, like we're together but we're not always together yeah and, I, and that's fine like yeah. it's just like this it's kind of like this just like i'm tired of the will they won't they just you did it yeah and now there's a million different stories to tell if you only can like it's when they took away spider-man like his marriage like that story is you you already just like you already settled that he doesn't need to date more people. marvel needs a reboot he i feel like marvel, that's coming marvel needs a straight clean the slate crisis on infinite arts we're starting over mm-hmm. from scratch free because it's and everyone's Miles Morales. It's it's a it's a mess <laughs> it's right now. It's really hard to read it. Like I don't, I just I don't even know. I've been reading comics for probably a decade at this point. I don't know what books to pick up. Like I, mm. I look at Marvel's like I don't. What am I? What's happening right now? I don't They're know. Canceling pool and I'm very. Bendis is leaving Defenders. Like that's the one regular thing I've got. Like I was picking up Moon Knight. I'm not really feeling the direction, so I'm probably gonna drop that. Dude, Spider Man, Spider Men Two ended, and mm. it's so confusing i'm so confused i don't even know what we just did i don't know what we did uh one last tweet maruna at tv freak in a box black panther infinity war aquaman ready player one also the month of may when i'll be attending two cons in two consecutive weekends east european comic-con and heroes and villains and fan fest in london that sounds rad we're gonna try and uh, make it to some conventions and see some of you guys probably not those in europe i'm sorry we're no we we can't quite budget that one just yet but sam what are you what are you looking forward to i'm i'm trying not to go with my like new year's resolutions i'm trying to stay smaller scale that way i can keep track of them better because like uh i'm horrible at new year's resolutions absolutely horrible so uh all i'm doing I am continuing taking French, which I tweeted out a little with the app I use. You can make study groups and anyone can join them. So a lot of you guys who are listening or watching live on Patreon, I know you're a part of Danny boy. He's taking it for the first time and we get to keep each other. We get to keep each other accountable. So I'm continuing doing that. No Red Bull for the first three months. I think I can do that. And no fast food for the first month. So I can, because I'm like, oh, what are we going to do for lunch today? I know, right? What are we? (laughs) You got anything? You're punishing me now. I'm sorry. We'll go somewhere. But it's like, mainly uh, my fast food is if I can go through a drive-thru, don't get that. Like, I just want like, I. I, Panda it is. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's it's the convenience that's comfortable. And I'm like, no, you got to push yourself a little bit. Prepare first or 
hold off and go somewhere else and, yeah. and go home and like make something. Anyways, that's what I'm doing, but I'm looking forward to Black Panther. That's going to be a lot of fun. The rest of Doom's like Doomsday Clock, because regardless if this story starts to kind of fall off, the art in it is so beautiful. So it's so... There's one shot where... Basically, a plane flies through the bat signal that's yeah. up in the clouds, and it's just like you get like these lights coming through yeah. where the eyes of the bat would be, and it's this like it's this beautiful visualization, and uh, I don't even know how he comes up with that. I don't know how he thinks of all those like little tiny things. He's a talented guy, and, and Jeff Johns and too. But. There's a lot of care being put in that book, and so even if you were kind of nebulous about the team up, I, I understand it because uh, it's tough. But but there's a lot of care being put in that book, and and I would just say like if if you're really like up in arms, like it's not that's not the real Watchmen. Don't let it. Be. It's a comp. Like imagine it's an alternate version of those characters, and just roll and with it. Also. It's kind of not them. It's yeah. It's kind of not them. Yeah. And when you read it, you'll find you'll figure out what they're talking about. Yeah. And it's just this cool exploration and just awesome. Like it, it has the same kind of feel. Like when I read Forever Evil, that was like I think it was the first event I ever read, and yeah. it had like no other events really kind of gotten up to that just yet because that one's really good. I don't yeah. think anything has. I don't think anything since has come up to like how good that. No, it's was. Uh, Jeff Johns is really good at uh, at, at events, and I yeah I like. There's, yeah. Anyway, whatever. Um, for me, uh, I'm excited for the new Spider-Man PS4 game. Um, uh, I what else is going on? It's tough because like the only movies I know about coming out are the big ones, and normally my favorite movies aren't the big like crazy motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Um, but I am looking forward to Avengers: Infinity War. I am looking forward to Black Panther. I am looking forward to Aquaman, but that's a year away. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, you know, I said this before, uh, my comic, I, I just got, uh, actually, if you sign up for the, the newsletter at chaos theory, comic.com today, that day, this episode drops, there will be a new update. Um, and the first issue is, 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 is been inked. Uh, it's going to go get lettered. So the first issue is ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still organizing everything for the new campaign. Um, talking to some publishers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very excited for that. I'm hoping it's a, it's in, in every way it is improving on the, on the first comic. Nice. And I've got some other really cool project. It's, it's going to be a hectic year. It's going to be a daunting year. I've, I've got a very, a lot of ambitious stuff planned. Um, and so I'm, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how, Everything plays out. Last year was a big transition year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, for both of us. <laughs> so so uh, it'll be cool. And I'm very excited. We, we had a meeting yesterday. We've got some cool stuff planned. I think this is going to be uh, a big year for Only Stupid Answers. We're growing, and it's thanks to you guys. Mm-hmm. It's thanks to the people that subscribe to the Patreon that allows us to focus on this and give this time, this this the time and love it needs uh, to grow and to flourish. And I think we're going to be able to do a lot of really, really rad stuff with it. Also, some stuff that won't be behind Patreon too. So yeah, yeah some some keep some eyes peeled. I'm very yeah. excited about it. But guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you go check out all of our social media accounts and all the places you can listen to this at Only Stupid Answers. Com. Yep. But also, make sure you go over to patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers for all of our movie live streams, Google Hangouts. You can get a care pack uh, every couple months, which is always very fun for me to put together. And yep. I think you guys enjoy it. They're very fun. Uh, and also the bonus episodes every single week, Super TV Showdown. Tune in Fridays, 2 p.m. PST. Yep. 
and we got they've been do, new new um, black lightning announcements we will definitely check out krypton um it, there's a lot of cool stuff coming on Thank for that God show they figured out that scheduling for supergirl and legends i know yeah. it's kind of confusing but at least it just narrowed it down makes one our show. it makes our life easier just a little bit yeah just a little bit but uh guys thank you so much for tuning in at sam Bash on twitter you can find me everywhere that matters with that handle you can check out uh find me at dj talks trash go to chaos theory comic.com uh for updates about that comic uh it'll, it'll be the craziest comic of 2018 hey and go give me some love over on New Rockstars. You can find my videos there. I've been doing some breakdowns. I'm going to be doing a breakdown uh, this upcoming week for Iron Man because we're nice. going to do like through the weeks leading up to Avengers Infinity War. It's going to be very exciting. Nice. So go check it out and we'll see you guys next time. Ba-da-bum.